Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Safe Space. Um, so just doing a quick check-in on you guys. How is your guys' week off so far? Because you guys have a uh, fall break. It's been good. It's been a good week off. It's really a good refresher to, like, take the time off and everything. So, yeah. It's not teachers are giving too much work. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What is Kelvin saying? Teachers are giving too much work. Uh, have they given you guys work during your break? Yes. <laughs> so, like, it makes are you guys taking time to do self care? What are you guys doing? I'm watching anime. Yes. <laughs> watching anime. Okay, that's self care. Getting more sleep. Getting more yeah. sleep. Yeah, sure. I woke up nine today. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, because a lot of people think self, they, they make a mistake of thinking self-care is being selfish, right? So, you know, this is a time for you guys to shut down, restart, and I hope you guys are taking this opportunity to do so. Or, uh, what is, Nielsen, what are you doing for self-care? Watching anime and just relaxing. Yeah. That's pretty much it. That's it? Yeah. Good. I'm about to, yeah, in a few minutes I'm gonna go eat. So <laughs> eating is important, keeping yourself nutritious. So um yesterday was well this week was also our uh was elections. I don't know if you guys have kept up with that. Um because last week we talked about voting rights and there was a lot of stuff going around with the voting. I don't know if you guys know, uh, Murphy got reinstated for his second term. It's his second and I believe it will be his last term. Does anybody know what's been going on with the voting rights, the voting results? Yay, nay? No, not really. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, so the, uh, they changed up the voting this year because I, I voted on Tuesday. Um, usually, um, it's everything was done by paper, not done by paper. Like the voting booth was itself was electronic. Um, so I'm pulling up the article that I was reading. So this was the first time actually this uh, this governor race. It was actually very close. It was very, very close. It was very thin. Um, between Sichali and Murphy, it was like, it was a very close call. It actually went in all the way into Wednesday. Usually by Tuesday night, we know who who's the governor. Because polling places were uh, usually are close till eight. They were pushing it all the way all the way up to nine o'clock because a lot of the polling places were having issues because this is the first time they went completely electronic. Even the, um, the machines where you check in are electronic, which was very weird. I was actually kind of freaked out by it because um, I was like, what, what is happening? So a lot of people were saying that they were having issues and um, that they were actually putting, um, excuse me, they were asking, they were going to courts asking to pushing all the way to later 
but it got denied. So they're saying now that a lot of votes weren't counted. I don't know how necessarily it was true, um, but I'm pulling up, I'm trying to pull up the article, but, but, it, but they're saying like in Estes County, I believe it was that there's like two, 200,000 votes that weren't counted. So it's just funny that we were talking about it last week and now they're still back on, you know, it just seems like it's always a go-to every time the Republicans lose it's well, you know, something went wrong with the voting. So I don't know, you know, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I guess like, oh, thank you. I guess like my thoughts on that is like, like when it comes to voting, like there's a lot of factors that just comes in play. Where you talked about how like voting, how like different votes get like gone or something. So it's really a lot to take account when it comes to voting. Right. Um, I said, did I just see Samuel sneak in? Go ahead, Nielsen. And it's crazy because of the amount of votes that were lost. Um, I'm think right right now. I'm just thinking about how if all those votes were counted, would Murphy have won the election and stuff? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't. I really don't understand exactly what had happened. So like I've been trying to read I've been trying to read up with it all night because like I said this is the first time ever uh that I remember in my voting that you know besides the presidential election this past presidential election that um we did not find out who our president was like our um sorry president our governor was until the next day because I was like oh you know, they still don't know who the governor is. Um, so it, it was very strange. I really don't know because they did switch to the whole entire system. It's very weird. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to try to keep a close eye. So maybe by next week, I'll have a better understanding what had happened. And I'll let you guys know what I've read. Uh, but so let's kind of go into today's topic. Speaking of rights and things like that, we're going to talk about the First Amendment. I think it's a, a, a kind of a good segue into everything that we've been talking about. We've been kind of talking about cancel culture. We've been talking about voting rights. And, you know, with cancel culture, we talked about, a, is it a violation of our First Amendment? And we kind of were kind of playing around with that idea. So let's talk about what does your, what, when you guys think about the First Amendment, what does it mean? The right to voice your opinion. Okay, the right to voice your opinion. Uh, what else? And um, cancel culture is a part because, like, because when it comes to cancel culture, they they um they often try to cancel you for something that you say, even though it's an opinion. It's an opinion based. Okay. Response or something like that. Marcus, uh, Marcus is a uh, little cubicle. Go ahead. Okay. 
So the First Amendment means uh, it gives us the right to assemble each together, whether it counts for like we're saying before about voting, gives us the right to, like Nielsen said, to speak out. But there's a certain extent of like speech which are allowed, and it just. Yeah, that makes Go ahead. No, like I was right. So like, like even though like it gave us like um the amount of freedom and that we can speak, it also like have some like some stuff that we can say. You can you can just go out and do anything because you 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 say that it's my first amendment right. Like there yeah, are different types and freedom that you you have, and some are limited. Yeah. yeah. It just also like the freedom of religion and being able to like believe in certain in certain things that you believe in. True. Okay. So what I'm hearing is a lot of, you know, it covers a lot of different things. Does the first amendment, my question is, um, does it protect all, um, does it p- protect all freedom of speech though? That's my question to you guys. No, it doesn't protect all freedom of speech. Okay. So no. No. All right. So I pulled up uh, a thing that kind of gives you an, o- an overview of what the First Amendment says, and I'm going to try to say it very briefly because it's a it's a little bit of a chunk. The First Amendment of the United States Constitution protects the right of freedom of religion, freedom of expression from government interference. It forbids the law of a stat establishment of national religion, impediment of free exercise of religion, a bridge of freedom of speech, infringement of freedom of press, interference of the right of, of right peacefully assembly or forbid citizens from petitioning from government readdress of grievances. This was adopted into the Bill of Rights in 1791. The Supreme Court interprets the extent of the protection afforded of these rights. The First Amendment has been in- interpreted by the court as applying to the entire federal government, even though it is only expressly applicable to the Congress. Furthermore, the court has interpreted the due process clause of the 14th Amendment as protecting the rights of the First Amendment from interference of state governments. So, why is it important for us to understand why the First Amendment is so important? Uh, the reason why we should know our First Amendment is because it's really important where, because at the standpoint where we talked about last podcast about people's voting rights being violated, you should know that like your rights are being violated and like use your rights against them so that your rights doesn't get violated. True. Okay, so did you guys know that you can't shout fire in a crowded theater? Mm, yeah, I knew something like that. Yeah. Can you explain why? So, yes. Um, if the expression of speech is cl- it is clear and present danger to others, um, to others, as per Oliver Wendell Holmes Jr.'s famous phrase suggests, then the speech can be forbidden or regulated. That interpretation of where to draw the freedom of speech line has been rejected by the Supreme Court in, in later cases because of its tendency to restrict the freedom exchange 
of ideas too rigidly. The phrase coined by Supreme Court uh, of Senate versus U.S. 100 years ago was never completed description of court's views on the matter. Um, so I think it also means if it, because uh, it can provoke violence. So if the intention is to provoke violence, you cannot use that freedom of speech. You cannot say that. So is that a violation of your words though? I would say yes and no, because like in some situations, if there's like really a fire and um, you yell out fire and you're trying to get everyone out the building, it, that's a, right there, you just try to help them out because when there's a fire, a lot of people can get hurt and everything. And if you yell that out in a, in a big environment, everyone will know, even though it might cause a lot of commotion and stuff like that, but everyone will know that there's a fire that they need to escape the building. But like, if it's like in a situation where you're, you're calling out the word fire in a big, in a big like environment or surrounded by a lot of people, you're just calling fire to be funny. Then I, I would say that's not really right because now a lot of, because a lot of people can get hurt that way because like when you basically yell out fire, there's some people might trip and then with all the people running around, you might step over someone and someone might get hurt. That situation, right. so I'll say yes and no. True. So I think the intention is if you use it to incite violence. So um, my question now is to follow up. What's the difference between free speech and hate speech? Are, is, it, is there a difference? I think I think hate speech is um using your First Amendment to like to, as a way to um spread hateful comments towards a group or um uh a, a basically uh basically a group basically when you um use when it's like hate um wait hate speech you're basically trying to spread hate or like um say use basically I can't really explain it okay you're on the right path though. Does anybody want to take a knack at it? I guess um, the difference between the hate crime and, and just freedom of speech in general is that like, when it comes to hate crime, like stated in the first minute, you're using like violent words to like do violent things where like, when it comes to regular speech, you're using your power in order to like, for a cause that's probably justified. Yeah. Okay. And I also think that, like, um, with hate crime, is that you are also infringing on someone like someone else's um, First Amendment right. Even though you're trying to say that you are using your First Amendment right, you are infringing on their right, like, because you're using that violence to, um, like, to stop them from doing what the First Amendment right give them to do. True. But my question is now, to follow up, but don't you have the right to say something? Yeah, you do have the right to say things, but like it's to a, an extent. Like if it's harming people in different ways, in different ways, and it could cause violence, then like I guess it's, it's wrong. It's really wrong to do so because a lot of things like bullying and all that can occur 
from the words that you say. And in the United States, bullying and all that is one of like top 10 leading cause of death, so. True. Uh, Nielsen, go ahead. Okay, give me some. Okay. Okay, it would have been better if like on a, on, you know, like where you write all the amendments and stuff. If like on the first amendment it said, the right to say whatever you want, as long as you don't, as long as you don't bring harm or danger using your words towards other people. That would have been better, don't you think? Well, true. Because like, the right to freedom of speech, but you don't really have the, you don't really have the freedom to say whatever you want because in this, in this, in society today, you could, there's consequences for saying some stuff in certain environments. You can really cause trouble. Okay, Samuel, go ahead. Um, when taking a look at Frizz pitch, you kind of see that um, you can literally say whatever you want, but there is kind of a sort of self-restriction on what you say. However, in hate speech, you kind of like erase that restriction. So you can say like whatever you want, whether it hurts people or not. Okay. Yeah, it's true. All right, so I'm going to give you guys a scenario. During the pandemic, um, a lot of people were protesting and they were blocking like hospitals and saying that they wanted to reopen. Is that, were they in the right or were they in the wrong? Because they wanted, you know, they wanted places to reopen. They wanted to get their haircuts. They wanted the malls to reopen, but the places that they were protesting were, let's say, in, you know, they're doing it in front of like hospitals. Are you asking if um, like what they were doing is wrong or? Was it appropriate? Was it wrong? You know, or are they entitled to protest there? Do you mean to protest or to do it in front of a hospital? It's, I, it's up to you guys. I'm oh, doing it I mean, big on purpose. So to protest, it, I mean, yeah, it is our First Amendment right. But the thing is that if you're protesting and it's causing um, destruction to government and other stuff, how is that? Um, as I said, like, it's also infringing on someone else's um, First Amendment right. Like, you are not giving them the same chance that you have gotten from that like you are restricting them too so if you um, are protesting in front of a hospital now some someone isn't going to the hospital and it's kind of also come back to violence and stuff because if the person can go to hospital and to the hospital and they are sick or need mm-hmm. emergency care then like you don't know what is going to happen to that person yeah right so that comes in like if you're doing something like the First Amendment right does provide us with freedom, that, but it doesn't give us um, all that freedom. Like, you, there are limits to everything. If there wasn't limits, then the world would be in chaos. Yeah. Um, to add on to what Kelvin said, like, when it comes to, like, when we're talking about shutting down a hospital, depending on if there's a lot of people protesting at that area, it cannot only affect the hospital, but it will affect other businesses around it because people are blocking streets roads and everything yeah. so it will affect that 
which will also affect your community and how the money is flowing through your community, which can can affect them even more because then a lot of businesses will have to shut down mm -hmm. because people are protesting. And then it just caused further problems and further problems, even though that's all right. There's a lot of downsides to that. Yeah. Uh, okay, Nielsen, go ahead. I see your hand. I agree with Marcus and Kelvin because like most when um when people are protesting in front of a hospital, they usually do it in front of the hospital and that can cause chaos because like say for instance someone is someone needs medical attention and like the people are blocking the hospital and now the person might not be able to make it might not make it because of the fact that they're blocking the hospital, which is preventing the person from getting care in the hospital. And that can really cause a lot of destruction and sometimes the person might lose their life and that's a bad thing. Right. So it, so now it goes back to in the beginning of this conversation where it, are they it's almost going back to that yelling fire in a crowded theater. Are they inciting violence or promoting violence in a way? Are they? Yes. OK, I can see that. So I pulled up these different scenarios, which I did do a poll on our Instagram. And I'm curious to know what your guys' thoughts are. This is a um, form of speech hypothetical situations. <laughs> why, do, why is Kelvin bowing his head down? <laughs> so I want you guys, I'm going to read these scenarios. And I want you guys to think about whether or not the government has the ability to limit the speech um do they have the right or you're kind of unsure you know the person has are entitled or the government should like put a stop to this so um here goes scenario one a person burns out an american flag in protest of government policies government may not limit the punishment of speech government can limit the punishment of speech under rare conditions you're unsure, both sides, you know, have a point, or government can always limit this type of speech. Um, I think it's may not. Okay. Uh, boys in the other room. Um, I think that's a form of hate speech. Like there isn't any self-restriction and it because by like um burning the flag you're literally insulting the whole country so i guess that makes um i guess it's right for if like that person is being punished by the government like there isn't any self-restriction in it so i guess okay I mean, it's kind of like a controversial um, situation because, like, first of all, it is kind of um, uh, like you don't like what the government is doing, so you are trying to show it. And second of all, it's kind of um, you are literally destroying the symbol of the of the nation. So, in a way, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, so it, it is controversial. But even still, if um, you think of it, I kind of think that maybe with the the right to like um what was it P petition the government right yeah to petition the government like 
if you do it in a, such a way that um, is you can do it in many different ways, but banning okay. the flag is it's kind of not a right way to do it. Like you know, you see. Yeah. Um, so add on, I feel like Kelvin said it is controversial because it's it's more of like I understand that like people burn flags to like symbol symbolize that they want freedom and they want peace and everything. But at the same time, that's your symbol. Like you live in the United States, you gave a pledge. Yeah. And you have to own that. So at the end of the day, like. I feel like there's other means where you can find a way to show your freedom, but burning of your symbol is not the way to do it. Yeah. Okay. My follow-up though. Remember when Colin Kaepernick was, um, you know, he was kneeling during the Pledge of Allegiance. Was that appropriate or not appropriate? Because it, it was against police brutality. What do you guys think about that? That was his freedom of speech. I have a question. Okay. What does kneeling in the um? What does kneeling mean? Like, what does it symbolize on your? If if. Um. Okay. So that's a good question. There, kneeling means a lot of different things. Let's let me look that up. Uh. What does? Let me pull that up mean um so Kaepernick uh, taking a knee so think about it when you take a knee during so those who play sports when someone gets injured do you guys take a knee because I played sports my whole life yeah when, do. Wh- why do you guys take a knee for a falling comrade for a fallen comrade, right? So think about that. Um, so there's there's a lot of controversy with, with taking any. A lot of people don't like that. Some people are okay with it. Um, I would I would suggest that you would look into it. Um, there's a lot of articles about it, but uh, the reason why I'm I'm just saying it because we're talking about uh, freedom of speech, does he have a right to take a knee? Um, because even when in the military, if I remember correctly, when um, when someone gets hurt, they also take a knee. So think about, I, I, I just tell people to think about that as well. Um you know, I know when I played sports, you know, every time a, a player of mine, you know, got hurt, we always took a knee. It, it, and it meant no disrespect. It was more of a respectful that a player had fallen, right? So, but did Colin Kaepernick, was he being, was he using his freedom of speech? Was he being disrespectful? So that's my question to you guys. I have something. Yes, go ahead. Like. In my opinion, I feel like as if, if because he didn't want to take the knee, and it's like a, it's kind of, it's kind of like a respectful or disrespectful thing, and it has something to do with like honor and stuff, or the, or what is morally right. Although, although he may or may not be violating his First Amendment right 
it still it still can be morally or morally right, morally wrong or right. That's what I think. Yeah. So, you know, he didn't, so take into consideration, he didn't walk off the field. Right. Um, just pulling up. So that's just something to think about. Let me pull up. So let's pull up another scenario. Oh, so, and when I did this, uh, so on social media, people, let me pull up my thing. People said, uh, it was 50% and 50%. People said that the government can't punish this form of, of speech and uh, the government can or limit this form of speech in rare conditions. All right, so the next question I have for you guys is a person creates a website asking people to support an anti-war agenda. Is it government can limit this form of, or punish this speech? Uh, the government can, under rare conditions, you're not sure, you know, both sides have a good point, or the government uh, can always limit this type of speech. You said anti-war, right? Like- um... It's anti-war. So if the person creates a website for anti-war, do you mean like um, should the government um, restrict their rights? Yeah, that, 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 you know, especially it happened a lot during Vietnam and the war in Iraq. Uh, I feel like it should be restricted because of the fact that they're trying to use violence and that causing a war can cause a lot of casualties. So at the end of the day, you're enforcing violence to your nation, which is your symbol. So you trying to harm a lot of people. So wait, I don't know if you heard the question. The question is a website asking people to support an anti-war agenda. Anti-war. Oh, <laughs> you think it was war? Not pro-war, it was anti-war. Oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, it was anti-war agenda. So imagine that our country is going into war and you're, ask, you're asking your fellow man to support an anti-war agenda. So this, like I said, this happened a lot when we went into Vietnam and then uh, the war in Iraq. A lot of people were, were against the war in Iraq, the second one. And so there was a lot of... Um, a lot of anti-war protests. So do, do we have the right or do we not have the right? I mean, we do have the right because it's, it's still on the- um, First Yeah, the First Amendment, yeah. the freedom of speech. Yeah. Like you are voicing, you're not, rest, you're not telling them that, like, you're not like restricting them not to go. You're telling them that they shouldn't go. It's like, go into war is not a good thing it's gonna bring more harm than good so i don't think the government should restrict but maybe the government should like actually look into it you see because if people bring ideas i mean the government is there to help the, the the people so if people bring their ideas the government should like look into it especially if it's not um 
um, they are not doing anything illegal. The government should look into it and try to see if like there's a good thing that can come out of it instead of like trying to restrict it because you think that um, what you are doing is good and what they are doing is bad for the country. You know, yeah. everyone wants the, the good and the prosperity of the country. It's just that we have it in all different sorts of ways. True. Very true. Nielsen, what do you think? He might not be with us. He oh, wait, might wait, I'm here. Oh, I was okay. like, I didn't know if he went to go get food. I don't really have nothing to say about this topic. Okay. Well, um, the poll had 50% said uh, government can limit and punish the speech under a rare condition. Um, then um, some people said, 25% said they're not sure both sides had a good, you know, uh, have uh, good points on either side. And um, 25% said government should limit this type of speech. So the next question I had for you was a person writes and publishes an essay about their superiority of their, uh, their race. Well, you said they write about what? Their, their I can't never say this word. The greatness of their their race. Oh, supremacy. Yeah, supremacy. That's it. Do they have the right to write about that? Everybody went silent for a second. Okay, just discuss it. Isn't it sad? We'll discuss that loud. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's kind of. Uh, you can like talk about it. Kind of. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can promote the race of the people, yeah. but like, if it's in any sort of violent way, talking about, oh, we're the superior race. No, the race, other race should be included. In yeah, like, like if you're um, in French, like saying that other race is inferior yeah. to you. Yeah, or just I trying mean, to harm I, other I don't races. care if you say that your race is superior, but if you say that my race is inferior to you, then yeah. that is like, you're kind of trying to um, make the, it's kind of like hate speech. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it okay. is. <laughs> so it follows, yeah. this falls into hate speech. Yeah, yeah, because you, you are saying that, oh, we are superior, so they shouldn't have the same job that we have. Like, yeah. it's kind of like segregation. They shouldn't go to the same bathroom that, that we go to because we are superior than them, yeah. you see? So it is hate speech. And with that, you are, like, inciting people to, like, um, oh, how should I say it? Like, you are inciting people to um, go out and do something about it to like keep the superiority of your race alive and not make other people overtake you. Like, I mean, we know that the, the, those same thing is going on. Like people, there are people who think that their race is superior and they are like doing stuff. Yeah. And because of spreading that views is causing people to like um, 
it's causing people to lose their lives and stuff like that. So all of that is like bad. And you know how they say maybe, oh, this race is superior. And they'll say, okay, because this race is superior, like there's this part of the, the people who are not like good. Like for instance, you know how, I don't want to use an example. <laughs> yeah, I know. Controversy, no, you but... guys are good. You guys are, you guys are having but, a good conversation about this. <laughs> Well, let's say, okay, let's say that there's a green race. And they would say, oh, the green race is superior. Oh, okay. Because the green race is superior, maybe um some people in this green race are, like, on pure, or, like, they are not pure green race. So because right. they are not pure, let's... Let's get, like, take out the red race. Of them. Yeah, yeah, let's get rid of them so that our, our race is going to be superior. Yeah. And because it's, it's inciting violence, it's telling people that your race is superior and like other people are inferior to you yeah. and that's just not the idea you have to work on yeah. when like in the world with that mindset yeah. it's just not good just not to my equality mm-hmm. yeah okay i see all right i see where you're going all right nielsen do you have anything Nielsen? Okay. I, I was just going to say I agree with Raquel. Yeah. You already said it, so there's no reason for me to explain. There's no yeah. reason for me to explain. Yeah. I, I got you. All right. So when I did this poll online, it was actually 50% said, um, it was actually half and half. So 50% said, uh, what did they say? Um, That we, government should not stop this kind of conversation and 50% said mm, maybe we should stop this conversation so I thought that was interesting all right uh, we have time for maybe one more let me see let me check on our time okay yeah we have time for one more so let me see we'll do this one uh, do you guys want to do a random one or do you want to do the one that we did I did a on on social media. On social media. On social media. Okay. We could do, do a random one. Yeah. Random, random one that overrules. We have three people over here. So. <laughs> okay. Yo, what the heck? Okay, whatever. Okay, let me see. All right, a student threatens violence against his school on a on social media in a form of a poem. Yeah, okay. A student threatens violence against his school on social media in a form of a poem. At the end of the day, a threat is a threat. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If it's a song, not, like it doesn't matter. You you you, you yeah. sing a song like I wanna yeah. do something to my school, like yeah, it's, it's still a threat. So we have to take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah take mine seriously because it can escalate yep. any day. Mm-hmm. All right. So a threat could be in um could be called like okay. What is wrong with me? Okay, let me talk. A threat can be um it's kind of okay. Let me restart one more time. Okay, technically, a threat is like a hate crime, right? 
It's not uh, hate crime is different. Hate crime is when you're putting down another race. All right. So let's yeah. So I it it, it uh so but this is a threat. So now if they wrote a poem saying like I want to take out all the <coughs> say Asians in my school, that's a hate crime. Yeah, yeah, yes. definitely. Mm-hmm. No, but they're let's say this person posts they're posting a poem. In the poem, it's a threat against the school. It's a poem and a threat against the school. So, so it, it, are they allowed to do this? When should we? No. What do you guys think? Like, 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 like 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 All right, let Nielsen go. Okay, like I said earlier, if it's like, um, if you're using like your freedom of speech in a way to like harm or um, endanger other people, then then that's not right. But if it's, yeah, that's basically all I have to say. Okay, so. I don't, like, because it's a threat, so that threat can actually possibly come true in like whatever that person stated mm-hmm. and could really inflict harm to either school or people at the school who didn't even harm that person. And if it's like a message to a specific person and it is like, you can use certain words to describe, like you don't have to put it in the threat form, you know, there's different ways of doing it. But if you're trying to pose a threat to somebody and like, or to like the school. Right. Really the key word here is poem. Is it because it's important nobody should take it like seriously? Because I've seen that happening a lot when like uh, a student or other people write a poem and like of something actually important and nobody taking it seriously. But now that it's a threat to like the school or the organization, does that make it like should people not still not look at it or understand like what it means and do something about it or like should we like as other people representing our community like stay down and not do nothing about it that's what i'm thinking i think we should just still look at it because Mm -hmm. it's still a form of a message yeah even though like that person's not verbally stating that is written so like mm-hmm. we should yeah. still take into account that those words that that person might state can possibly be true. Hmm. Yeah, it's not because they are using sweet words, so you're gonna <laughs> say that oh, it's not threatening. We should, for instance, if they did write it in a, a letter form, it's still like a threat, right? They will look into it. And this too is written in a poem. Like it doesn't matter if you like you're saying it, like you wrote it, you use um simile or metaphor, like it's still a threat. So you, you have to take it seriously. Okay. All right. Interesting. All right. So the sounds like the jury's a little out on this one. But all right. So that was a random one. All right. So now we're kind of wrapped up on our time. Um, so let's do some last minute thoughts, but I, I, I want to thank you guys for putting your thoughts on this. And my dog is apparently already leaving the room. Um, so let's do some last minute thoughts. 
full of mass last minute thoughts thank you for listening just remember that like your first all your amendments matter just pay attention to them know when your rights are being violated know your rights know what they are know how you can use your rights know the extent where you're overdoing it and just be careful yeah similar to what marcus said like um you just should know like when you're right you are over you have a you are overstepping. overstepping, yeah. You're overstepping it, and you're also infringing on someone else's rights. Like, all all that is not good. So you must know, like, when that is um, is bad. Um, for my last minute, I would say that um, know your rights again, just like Marcus and Kelvin say. Um, be careful to not overstep on other people's right, and let your voice be heard. Because like you deserve it. All right, save the best for last. All right. Basically, all I want to say is that um, you should know your rights, and like everyone else is saying, and don't don't use don't try to don't try to be slick with it and try to use your First Amendment right to bring harm or da- danger to someone else. Do what's right, and if you know something, if you know what you're doing is morally wrong, then come on, just do better. That's all I have to say. Awesome, good job, guys. Um, so my last minute thought is, you know, obviously, like I'm gonna echo what everybody else says. You know, know your rights, know what you're entitled to, and protect your freedom of speech. So I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of The City Space. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbeam. And you can catch us next week in your ears. And I want to say thank you and see you later. Bye. 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 Bye.